Welcome to the Heron Sisters podcast, where we talk about the real spiel. I'm Anna. And I'm Shannon. All right, let's get real. Welcome back to another podcast. We're recording this one late as fuck on Monday because last week I had tonsillitis. So we're recording it the night that we're going to post it or Tuesday morning, depending on what happens because we have to go to the gym. But yeah, and we also have our microphone, so we're really hoping that the audio is a lot better for you guys from here on out. And if it's not, then we will have to keep trying to improve it because it's not good enough. (laughs) Um, But we're all new to this, so we'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to be talking about paranormal activity this week, which I'm really excited for. And to kick it off, we have um, some stories that we are going to share. All right, to start it off, we're going to go with um, one of my stories. I'm Anna, by the way. Um, (laughs) So I had just moved out of home. I would have been, what, 17? Just turned 18? Yeah. And I'd started having sleep paralysis, but it was really, like, demonic. And... I would wake up feeling so scared and shaken up and I always felt like there was a presence around me and I'd never, ever had this before. Um, and it was about a few weeks after um, that this kept happening and happening and happening. So I went back home and I grabbed, I have like this thing, my mum gave it to me. It's like a, kind of like a plastic book kind of thing and it has like, metal imprinted things inside kind of looks like little coin pieces i think it's like the story of like something with the bible like Mm. and it has like a cross in it it's now in christian's room (laughs) um but i'd always had that in my room since a young age and so i went and picked it up and i took it back to um the house and as soon as i had that back in my room it never happened again which is really weird. And now, like, I always have it with me. Like, I've always had it in my room um, up until I had Christian. And once he was born, I put it in his room. But, yeah, I thought that was super creepy. Like, I don't know if it's, like, a coincidence or not. Yeah, like, you know, and I am, like, religious. But I think that's really strange that it kind of made it go away. Yeah, like it was protecting you or something. Mm. Because it was demonic, like it wasn't like just like a sleep, like people have sleep paralysis all the time, but this was like a real constant, and what happened all the time, like even if I had a nap or something like that, it was fucking, it was horrible. What was it like? What actually was it? It was like, most of the time it was a man, like a real dark. Like you could tell it was a male presence? Yeah, it was a male presence. Older? Like an old man and just, yeah, like I just remember him being like he was just like full black, like just thick. Like. And did it only happen in that house? No, or... and it happened in Glen Iris as well. So it kind of followed you. Yeah. And then as soon as I put that thing back in my room, it was gone. But yeah, that's one of them. This is another story. I decided that I would try contact a loved one who had recently passed through a self-made Ouija board and I didn't tell anyone that I had done this. And then later that night, my family was sitting at the dinner table eating dinner and 
and the TV started changing channels by itself. We all thought it was my husband, but he said that it wasn't him and we didn't believe him. We all started accusing each other of changing the channel, but then we saw that no one had the remote. Then I confessed that I had been trying to contact the person who had recently passed. That same night, I went to bed and as soon as I hopped into bed, the taps in the bathroom turned on by themselves. This kept happening for several weeks later. That freaks me out because that story was actually our mum's story. And I remember that. I remember sitting at the table having dinner and we were arguing over who, because it just was flicking through the channels. (sighs) And dad is like always super scared of like this sort of stuff. And I remember mum said to me that he was like, oh, look what you've done now, Joy. Like, (laughs) just like, fuck's sake, like what have you done? Like fully believing it. It's, yeah. But I feel like growing up a lot of that kind of stuff happened to us. Yeah. Like the house that we lived in in Greenbushes. Mm. We lived in a house in Greenbushes and it just felt. You can feel that there's something there. Yeah. It was horrible. And I'll let you tell a story actually if you like. When we were in bed. I don't remember it fully. Oh Well, when dad was working on night shift, Shannon and I would often sleep in mum's room, like with her in her bed. And Shannon and I always used to, like, get really loud and, like, carry Mess on. around and yeah. went to be sleeping. <laughs> and it was late. And I just remember mum telling us to stop it and to be quiet, but because she was, like... Yeah, mum could feel something was getting angry that Anna and I were being so loud. And she was kind of telling us to stop as if she was, like, panicking a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell. And then... Um, obviously mum didn't tell us anything of like her feeling like that. Yeah, so she felt a presence there. And then Shannon, how old were you being? Maybe three, four, three? I don't even know. Shannon was so little and she... I do remember this bit. She said to mum, she's like, mum, why is there a man with a gun at the door? And everyone, we just all went quiet. I can still see the image in my head. It was like a cowboy. He was wearing like a a, a big hat and like a shotgun. Old or young? Maybe like 40. Oh, my gosh. So not, like, yeah. Yeah, like middle-aged. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. And wasn't there like foot? Yeah, and there was like we could always hear... Another time we were sitting in the lounge and it was late again and it sounded like footsteps on the veranda and we looked outside and no one was there. I feel like I haven't had anything like recent. No. Like at all. But now people say like don't talk about this stuff because it'll happen to you because you're like inviting that. Energy. See, no, I don't like that. That <coughs> freaks me out. I think that's so why we might I hate have to do a little fucking something cleanse tonight. before we go to sleep. <laughs> but like, that's why I don't like watching scary movies like that because I feel yeah. I feel scared. Yeah, like it unsettles you. Yeah, and I'm not <coughs> a I'm a weak soul, so yeah. that freaks me the fuck out. Don't say that. I'm a strong soul. <laughs> I'm a strong soul. But um, yeah, we have a couple of other stories as well. 
All right, here's another story that one of our followers sent in. It's quite a long one, but I feel like it's really good. Um, so this happened on the 14th of December, 2018. Remember the exact date. It must have been pretty hectic. <laughs> um, so I was babysitting with Nan while my auntie and uncle went to her end of work year work dinner. Nan had a hard time breathing when putting the kids to bed around 7.30 and asked me to do it. So I put them to bed and read them a story while Nan watched from the hallway. I went, I went the table where Nan was. I went to the table. Oh, I went to the table where Nan was. Stell called out, so I went to see her and Nan went into the laundry and stood by the laundry fly screen for some air. She was still having a hard time breathing. When I came back to the table, Nan had come out of the laundry and asked if I could make her a coffee. And when she went out back, so then she went out back to have a smoke. Sorry, guys. I made her a coffee and I put it on the table in the lounge room and I sat down between the edge of the couch and the cushion. I was closest to the hallway with the monitor right beside me so I could quickly get out to Stell if she needed me. I was on my phone waiting for Nan to come back in. I tucked some of my hair behind my ear that was annoying me while I was hunched over my phone watching YouTube. I missed a few strands so I started grabbing at them and as this was starting to pull them in, out of the far corner, I saw someone's feet standing in the doorway of the laundry. Oh, I, I literally just got—I literally just got goosebumps as you said that. I was too scared to lift my head. I knew it wasn't Nan, and I knew that it was just Nan and I here. So I thought that it was just there was just my eyes playing tricks on me. But I was too terrified to look directly in case I myself didn't see what I liked. I quickly flicked my eyes up as far as I could see without having to move my head, and I saw a red brown leather walking shoes i don't know what they were called but they had a strap across the top when my eyes looked upwards i first took in the height and the left body outline and followed that back down to the feet trying to miss the face entirely the figure was of a woman she was very tall three inches taller than brianne probably with a broad structure the shoulders weren't that much wider than the hips with a same and long torso and average length legs for someone of that height. I did notice that the hair was medium brown or maybe lighter. I only got a quick glimpse with hair behind her shoulders. The clothes were somewhat old-fashioned, like something basic a mature woman would wear between the 1950s and 60s, maybe white or yellow. Button-up blouse with a tight rolled-up short sleeve. It may as well have been sleeveless, and the collar was open down to the sternum, which made me think that it was a person's everyday clothing. The shirt was tucked into a long pleated dress, red or brown in colour, and that sat on the top of her hips, finished mid, mid-calf with somewhat loose fit. Her arms were just hanging by her side, and I remember specifically how long they were compared to her skirt length. I'm feeling like oh, sick reading this. Oh, I feel creeped out. Her fingertips were level just above her knees. Ugh. Once my eyes made their way back down to her feet, I quickly centred and glanced at the split of the carpet and the tiled floor. Knowing what I'd just seen and all I could think of was the appearance of the figure within almost an instant moment. Before coming to the realisation that, oh shit, oh shit, lol, oh shit, (laughs) yes, that's a lady lurking in the laundry. I was trying to understand all of this, the kids popped into my head. Those feelings of being frightened had entirely gone now. My only concern was the kids. I I lifted up my face and the woman was gone. I got up and walked directly to the hole to check the kids, but there was no sign of her. Oh, no. 
that just freaks I me out. I literally have Even full like, on fucking goosebumps. Like reading it, I feel like there's like shivers. I in feel my... sick. I know that's fucking scary. I don't think. And yeah. like, what happened afterwards? Like that it? Like you never saw it again? Yeah. I think I would die if I actually like I was little when I saw that guy, but like to see something now while you're like fully conscious and aware of what's going on and nah. like knowing that it is not human. Yeah. I'd be fucking gone. I'd pack my bags. But I feel like would you have the same reaction? Like you wouldn't be able to look, you'd have to kinda like try glance at it without moving. Yes. I think I'd freeze like that as well. Yeah. I don't think I could just. No, no way. I've literally. <laughs> I know. I feel Fuck. sick. I hadn't. I hadn't read that one. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to make it a full surprise, but holy. F- like do you have nightmares of like do you have nightmares about this or do you think about it often? Was it just kind of like in the back of your mind or? Do you still go to that house? Oh no, I can't. <sighs> Oh, and like how well you remembered it. I feel yeah, like that really must... like the, the description you gave. It must have been pretty. Oh, no, sorry about my reading, guys. I was getting a bit into the story and I was a bit confused. <laughs> she was but... panicking. Was I reading? was panicking. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" All right, so now we're just gonna do a few questions that were sent to our Instagram. So one of the questions was. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? Can you think of anything else of yet? Yeah. Okay, you go first. I didn't really do it, but it happened to me. Does that make sense? That's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so this actually wasn't that long ago. Probably like two years ago. So I had long, I had like acrylics on and my dog jumped up on my bed and for some reason I put my hand out and it ripped my nail off. I remember that. But not completely. And I'm a fucking sook. So, like, I was fucking crying, like, hysterically. Like, Stian thought something was, like, seriously wrong. Mind you, he's on the toilet doing his shit, by the way. And he's like, what's wrong? Anna, what's wrong? What's wrong? What happened? And I'm, like, crying. Like, oh! And I was like, Cyrus, rip my fingernail. And he's thinking, like, what are you talking about? Anyway, he finishes in the toilet and comes in. He tells me something <laughs> dramatic. And then, anyway, so I go to the hospital. I know, dramatic. Went to the hospital. It was pretty bad, though. No, it was pretty fucked up. Like, I don't do stuff like that well. And I was sitting on the bed. And, like, you know how the sheets are white? Oh, I remember. I don't so now. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Anyway, and I had my period, but I didn't think to change my tampon because I didn't think that my fingernail was going to get ripped off. I was going to be sitting in ED for a few hours. So, like, I just kind of forgotten about it. And it wasn't until I was sitting on the white sheets and I looked at mum and I was like, I have my period. Like, I just remembered. I could, like, feel. You're like, I, when you oh, know I was just so worried. And I was in, like, black tights as usual. So that was fine. And I kept checking the bed. Like, I kept, like, trying not to sit on the bed because I was, like, so paranoid. Anyway. I'd been there for too long, so I just gave up and I just sat on the bed and I stood up. The nurse came in and she's like, come over here and we'll wash your finger, like, you know, like get disinfectant and stuff on it. And I've stood up and there's like period blood 
all over the hospital bed. I was literally laughing so much that I farted. While I was, In front of the yes. nurse. While I walked over to wash my finger and mum's just looking at me like, you're a mess. Like, and I was like hysterically laughing and I said, excuse me, like that, like this. And she's like, what? I was like, oh, I've got my period. I just got it on your bed. And she's like, look, she's like, oh, don't worry about it. And I'm just like so embarrassed. I'm just like fucking. <laughs> They'd be so used to blood. And then, when I had... it's you. and then when I had to lie back down on the bed for them to dress my finger, my period blood was like right next to my face because <laughs> I didn't change the sheets. Yuck. And through this day, I still feel so embarrassed. <laughs> you were literally saying, you were like telling me about this the other day. Oh. Oh my god! But yeah, that's really embarrassing. Like everyone gets their period, <laughs> but like to leak on the bed. Oh fuck's sake! At the hospital in a white, yeah, on like white white, white sheets, white, as white, white sheets. as they get. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, that's mine. What about you, Shannon? The first thing that comes to mind was when I was quite little. My friend Brody will remember this. It's so funny. So I was obviously still living in Bridgetown and, you know, Clovers, like the general store mm. there. <clears throat> so we were there and mum had asked me to go get some onions. Oh, no. Or an onion or something for dinner. Like they were cheap as hell, like, you know, like whatever. 20 cents. A couple yeah. cents or whatever. So I'd gotten my onion and I was about to walk out of the store. Did you pay for it? Yeah. And I was holding it like, because it was, you know, like a plastic bag and I was holding it like that so the onion was underneath my hand yeah and you know the owner of clovers like back yeah, then yeah. like the guy with the big beard, beard. yeah anyway i was literally about to walk out of the shop and i stop i start looking around for like fucking like frantically like like you know left to right i was like where's me onion where's me onion <laughs> this guy <laughs> this guy the owner he looks at me and he's like what the fuck and he pointed at my hand and i was like oh and i ran out of the shop and brody was there with him and she saw it it was so funny and every time like i feel like every time i see brody we talk about that because it's so fucking funny it's like where's me onion where's me onion like looking left to right you panicking yeah i thought i lost me onion and I actually said, where's me onion, not, not where's my onion. my onion, or where's the onion? And it was like, I, can't, I was holding it in the bag, so it was like under my hand. Do you know what's making me laugh most about this whole story? It's the man, picturing the man. Yeah, you could see what like, his you could reaction. You see him, he'd be like, <laughs> yeah. like looking at you like, you're great. <laughs> like, yeah, he was looking at me like I was crazy. But I would have been like, oh, I don't even know, maybe 12 or younger? Oh my goodness! But that was that. That always comes to mind when, like, I get asked that question. Like, it's embarrassing, but it's funny. Yeah, it's like in the moment it was embarrassing, but now it's just the funniest thing ever. All right, so this one's a bit more serious. I think I actually haven't read it, but I can see a few words here. Um, and I think it has to do with our last podcast, which was all things toxic. Which, if you haven't listened to that, go listen to it because it's bloody good. Just have to say. <laughs> All right, so. How do you know if you're the toxic person in the relationship or if you are the victim? That's a really good question. How do you know? I feel like people who are toxic 
know that they're toxic. Like I feel like if you're questioning whether you are the toxic person, you're definitely not. Because I feel like people who are toxic like that, they don't care about other people. Yes, but then in saying that, some people are so in denial. Like Mm. people who victimise themselves actually think they're the victim, even though they are probably the most toxic person you've ever met. But I feel like deep down they would know. Yeah, like deep in their soul they'd know. Yeah, like I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's something to do with your head though. Like like something's probably wrong with you. Yeah. Like mentally. I, yeah. But also in saying that in the relationship, like is that the only toxic relationship that you have? Because if it isn't, it's definitely not you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if you have multiple toxic relationships. Then it probably is you. Then it's probably you, not the other person. Mm. I don't know. I feel like if I'm being toxic, I know I'm being toxic and I have to be quick on it to cut it out, otherwise I Spiral get fired up. Self sabotage, yeah. Yeah, self sabotage is a thing. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think look at your other relationships. And, and that'll give you your answer. That'll give much. you your answer. Yeah. That's a really, really good question. So thanks. <laughs> All right. Next one. Have you guys had any paranormal experiences in any of the houses that you have lived in? So, yeah, when we were kids. Yeah, so the Greenbushes house, the Bridgetown house. I haven't had any of those kind of experiences in my house that I'm in now in Baldavis, and I've not had any in the Australian house either. No. So, yeah. Just. And you've had Greenbushes, Bridgetown, Bridgetown, and Glen Iris, which is in Bunbury. Yeah. But I think that whatever that was was following my partner at the time. Mm, like it was attached to him. Because he'd done a Ouija board before. Um, but in saying that, that reminds me of when he first moved into that little apartment, like the one with the stairs up to the top. Oh, yeah. We were... I'd just finished work and he'd pick me up and mum would come over to pick me up to take me home and his mate was there too and we were just talking about how like we felt really creeped out being there by ourselves and that like he used to work in the apertoire so like he would get up really early and drive to Bunbury and when he would get up in the morning to go to work like I was so scared that I could not fall back asleep. Like, I just felt so horrible. Like, there was just something there that didn't feel nice. Even talking about it makes me feel so weird. Um, Yeah, like, I was literally scared and I could not fall asleep once he had gone. Um, But anyway, but yeah, we're talking about that. And then we went and sat on the bed. And we turned off all the lights so my, my partner at the time and mum, they're quite in they were really into that paranormal stuff, whereas me and his friend were not really. Like we were a bit scared, you know, still are. <laughs> and yeah, they were just talking and they just said, If there's anything here, show us, like show us a sign that you're here. And I'm sitting on the bed like, <coughs> no fucking way, like can we not do this? And you know like when you drag a glass across the bench? Yeah. That's what it sounded like was going on in the kitchen. 
and it also sounded like a fork in a bowl, like going round and round, mm-hmm. you know. And then they said something else. And it sounded like wind chimes. Did you have wind chimes? No, and nowhere in the apartment complex had wind chimes because we looked after and we were like, that's fucked. Mm. And then I said, I'm starting to get scared. Like, can we say goodbye? And then we said, okay, we're going to go now. Goodbye. And as we said goodbye, like, I'm not even fucking joking you, the biggest bang and crash happened and we had like a home gym in the front lounge do you remember yeah i do yeah and when we walked out there it was like swinging like that freaks me out still and like sometimes because he did fifo like we'd go back there after he'd been away and like we'd put certain things back outside and i remember one day we came home and the dining chairs were on top of the gym Oh, wow. Like, on, like, near the ceiling, yeah. <laughs> and when I used to stay there and study, the kettle used to turn on off by itself. Like, really weird shit. But, yeah, I didn't feel safe there, especially if he wasn't there. Like, it was worse if he wasn't there. So that's the thing, like, people say if you don't feel safe, it's a dark presence. But if you don't feel bothered by it, yeah. as, like, you're not scared of it, then it's not a bad spirit. And then it's probably just like something that's maybe asking for your help to be able to cross over if it is something like that. Yeah, but no, this was a definitely a dark spirit because I felt scared. Yeah, like and you can, so did he. You can tell. He didn't like it either. He didn't like being there by himself. He wasn't there very long, was he? No. Like six months, I think. Mm. Wonder if like other people that lived in that like complex. Yeah, I think Dad's friend lived there. Have like stories yeah. or like the same experience. I heard that I don't know how true this is and I feel like freaked out saying this but apparently someone said to me that the person who lived in that house not long after it was built actually hung themselves in that house i feel so creeped out but you don't know if it's true or not yeah but i don't know if it's true but but it would make sense if that's what i got told um but yeah that's another one that happened to me but yeah we've definitely had it in our houses growing up it's definitely not been something that hasn't happened i remember when I was really little, this is kind of just a bit weird. Um, I was in bed and it was morning, like I, like it was daylight, you know, you could see. Yeah, like early morning. Um, and I was curled up in a really small ball because that's just how I used to sleep, I guess. Um, and I tried to put my legs out. And I couldn't. Like, I was trapped in a box. Like, there was a wall, like, four walls all around me. Mm. Like, because my, my bed was in the corner um, of the room. So, you know, I was against two walls, pretty much. But it was like I was in a box. I mm. couldn't move. And then, because I had my head under the blankets as well. And then all of a sudden I could. It really tripped me out. And I still think about it now. It's just really weird. That's almost like kind of like sleep paralysis in a way. Yeah, but like I was awake. Yeah. Like, I and I was trying thing. to stretch my legs out, but I was couldn't. Like, yeah, like I was stuck in this box or something. I still think about it now. It's just really weird. That yeah. It's really weird. 
So we have another story um, also sent in by a follower. A few years back, there was a bushfire near our home, so my sister and I evacuated to my auntie's house with a few personal belongings and my two cats. The cats were put in the laundry overnight and down one end of the hallway was the guest bedroom and down the other was my auntie's room and in the middle was a laundry. When going to sleep, my auntie's dog Max was barking and Brienne was sleeping on the bed next to the window. She had opened the window and told him to shut up as everyone was sleeping. About 15 minutes later, in complete silence, I could hear mumbling outside the bedroom door. I heard someone say in a harsh but quiet tone, shut the door. I roll over and ask Brienne what she said. She didn't answer. She was already asleep. I put it down to just being tired from the stress of the fire and went to sleep. The next morning, I told my sister what I'd heard and asked if it was her last night, telling me to shut the door. She had no clue what I was talking about. At breakfast, my auntie said that last night, the cats pushed their way through the sliding door of the laundry and were playing in her room, trying to wake her up. That's creepy. I've never had. Actually, no. I have. And this is kind of like not related to this, but like when I was younger, I I am still really freaked out by zombies. I know they're not real, but they freak me the fuck out. The idea of that, like I couldn't deal with it. Um, but I used to, like, have this phobia but also be obsessed with them at the same time. So there was this game that we used to play, um, on the Wii. Yeah, um, on the Wii. And I played it so much that I was in the laundry one night and I started hearing zombies in my ear. Like, actually... Like, I started hearing them because I was that scared of them that I'd started to hear them in my head. And then I cut myself off, cut myself off uh, and stopped playing it. No, I've never had something like that. But that's full on. Like, actually hearing and seeing. Yeah, no. That's fucking creepy. So we've got another story. This is um, from our mum as well. So when I was little, about 12 or 13, me and one of my friends went, oh, sorry, me and one of my friends from the neighbourhood climbed up a silk tree out the front of our yard and another friend of ours came walking past the fence. We were starting to climb down the tree to go talk to her. My friend climbed down first and then I climbed down after her. But this first step that I was going to take, I had a loud thought in my head saying be careful don't fall so i was being extra careful not to fall and the very first step that i took i fell and was falling head first towards the ground and then about one meter before i hit the ground my body turned upright and i drifted to the ground as light as a feather and my feet were placed gently on the ground my friend saw everything that happened then a few months later my father knew a psychic and said that she and said that she said that there's a twin a twin from another life looking out for me that's insane i still remember her telling me that and being like yeah like for the first time like i've heard this story a couple of times mm. but every time it's still like that's just like to actually physically turn mm. To turn you and put you on the ground. Imagine if you got that on the cord. But imagine seeing that. Like the friend would have been like, what the fuck? What did you like? 
do afterwards? Like, did you just go on with your day or were you like, what just happened? Like, did you talk about it? So, like, I feel like we need to have mama. <laughs> like, I have questions. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, nothing like that has happened to me, that's for sure. No. Like, that's a whole nother level. No. I have one that's kind of, it's not scary. It's like a good thing, I guess. I don't know. So Stian's parents both passed away when he was really young and he has his dad's um, wedding ring and he was fixing something on his car and he'd taken his rings off because he didn't want them to get, you know, damaged while he's fucking around in the engine bay. Yeah. And he's got him back in the car and... He's left the ring on the ball bar, but he's obviously forgotten about it. He's driven down the street. He said he had music blaring. And then he just heard this ding, like as if like clear like, as day, clear as day over the music and everything. And he's like, fuck my ring. Turned around and he said it was like lit up on the road. His ring was like lit up on the road from his dad. Like that's just insane. You're like, that's not a coincidence at all. No. Like, to even hear that, like, with loud music, loud car probably. Yeah. And even um on our baby shower, there was a photo of Stian and I, and oh, there's, yeah, like, the two, two perfect beams of light over us. Yeah. It was really weird. I was, like, crying well. <sighs> but, yeah, I feel like, I feel like stuff like that makes me feel warm. Yeah. Whereas the other stories make me feel really scared, but those stories make me feel warm. Yeah, so there is a good side. Yeah, there is a good side to this paranormal activity thing. But, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Here is another story um, from another follower. OMG, so I've had bad energy follow me. Woke up with claw-like marks down my back across my chest. I always had kept my nails short and filed down and never had long nails back then. Bruises like someone grabbed me and the list goes on. Only after doing a full room and self-cleanse several times did it stop. That's fucked. Like it's physically hurting you. Like Nah, fuck that. Fuck that. I am like. You know what that reminds me of? Um, Paranormal Activity. Stop. I hate that fucking movie. Oh. Oh, I, I don't know what it is. No, stop. But when I start talking about like stuff like this, I get teary. Like I get scared. Like, no, fuck so this. scared for your life. I don't like that shit. That's fucking terrifying. I'm glad that you were able to get rid of it. I'm never coming to your house, girlfriend. <laughs> but no, that's I don't know. No, I couldn't imagine. Actually, similar, one of my clients, um, her housemate got a upside-down cross tattooed behind his ear and the night that he got that done, he woke up and he had hand marks on his arm like someone had grabbed him. Did he get it removed? No, he still got it now. But that's insane. So after hearing all of those stories, do you 150% believe 
that this is real like or do you think that it's just like in our heads no 100% real any doubt on it no no fucking way I always had my doubts until that night that we were sitting in that apartment and we asked there was four of us there no one else in the apartment it was tiny it was a one by one there was no like there was no one there like who for four of you to witness it all the same thing no no way it's definitely yeah no 100% believe it so like I definitely believe it but like I have doubt no and I think that's because I haven't really experienced it myself as an adult. Like, Touch wood, you don't want it to happen. I know. I need to do some cleansing tomorrow. I'm not even fucking joking because now I'm scared. <laughs> At least I'm not sleeping alone tonight <laughs> because now I'm fucking paranoid. But So you better like this podcast, guys, because we're actually scared. We're risking our lives here. Okay. <laughs> nah, but like, I actually remember when you started having the, what's it called? Sleep. Yeah, when you started having that and you told me about it, you got scared. I was sleeping in the shed room in Bridgetown, like that was my room. Oh up yeah, there, and I could not sleep because I was so fucking worried that happen, I was gonna yeah. have it, and I wouldn't be able to deal with that if I had that. Like I'm like, I've been scared of the dark ever since I can remember. Like really, really, I'm still scared really of the scared dark, of the dark. Now. Yeah, same. If I'm by myself, yeah, like it's worse if you're by yourself. But, like, I feel like when I'm alone at home at night time, like if Jared's at hockey or whatever down at wa- down in Wagen or whatever, I feel like I hear things. Yeah. But that I feel like that's because I'm being paranoid. Yeah, and you're worried. Yeah, like you, you hear every little creak in your house because you're so worried. I'm like. Like on edge. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, I believe, I believe it, but I have. Maybe I'll have doubt because I don't want to believe it's real, but no, it's real. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to believe that it's real because it's so fucked up. Like, But, yeah, they're the stories that we're going to read out today. We might have, like, a part two in, like, a year or something, maybe. (laughs) Maybe for Halloween next year or something we can actually do it again, like, with some different stories or whatever. That's weird. A bit too scary. On a nice hot summer day where we're not scared. <laughs> During the day, not at night time. Oh, I feel sick. Oh, I feel like, I ah! <laughs> <laughs> We're not, like, good with this shit. Creepy. Oh, I feel like some people don't get freaked out easily, but I do. Like, I have goosebumps and I feel like shit's, like, shivering all over my body. Like, every hair on my body is, like... <clears throat> That story. That no, stop. In. I don't want to talk about it. I, I about it. literally had goosebumps the whole know, fucking time. Fuck that. And then you'd say like a little detail and I get even more goosebumps. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And I can see it in my head now. Stop. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I think this is a bad idea. Well, anyway, we'll wrap up on that part and we'll get into what really pissed us off this week. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Okay, so I feel like this might be irrelevant, be relevant to some people. Okay, so when you're stacking the dishwasher and you flip the cup upside down to put it in and 
fucking some liquid goes everywhere. All over the floor, all over your feet. Because someone called Jared leaves the tiniest, weirdest amount of liquid in the bottom of his cup. But every time no. I flip his milk or whatever he's drinking, it goes all over me. And it pisses me off. And I said, Jared, can you please just take the final sip of your drink? He's like, it's a weird amount. I'm like, no shit, it's all over my feet now. <laughs> also, dishwashers, disgusting. I can't stand them. They oh, no, stick. They, they break. My one's like all like all of the like racks are all like rusty, so they're all snapping off, so it doesn't fucking work. But yeah. No. It really pissed me off this week. Well, obviously this isn't this week. This was last week. Yeah. <laughs> I was driving to work and a guy that was right next to me in the lane literally ran me off the fucking road. I had to like yank the steering wheel and ended up on the grass. And little Christian was in the and car. And my son Christian was in the car. But the thing that really pissed me off is that he didn't stop to see if I was okay. The car, I was completely stopped on the grass, like pulled off the road. And it was his fault. Didn't stop to see if I was okay. And no one else on the road did either. Like people's lack of, what is it, concern? Mm. People's lack of concern on the road when accidents happen. Like that really fucking pissed me off. Like. It makes me wonder, like, if I didn't react and I did get, like, literally pushed off the road, like, physically, like, if he hit my car, would anyone have stopped? I feel like I can relate to this because I, like, when I hit the kangaroo, like, a month or two ago, whenever it was, um, people were behind me, like, fair what like fair way behind me but they would have seen this kangaroo fly up into the bloody air and no one stopped my car was all smashed in the front the only person who stopped like maybe 10 15 minutes later was a tow truck and that was he had actually fully passed me like i'd put off of the road obviously and he like looked back in his mirror and saw that my car was all smashed up because he had a feeling something wasn't right and then he actually turned around on the highway to come see if I was okay. But no, like, and like a tow truck, obviously they're going to because, you know, they make money off of it. But, like, he was the only person that stopped in that situation. Mm. And my other car accident that I had, like, when I first moved to Perth, I had, like, just gently bumped into someone because I couldn't quite stop in time and then someone else came flying up my ass ripped my back tire off but my car was fucked like I had a really bad whiplash big bruise across my chest um I couldn't move my neck for ages like my whiplash was pretty pretty bad um and people did stop I think one one guy stopped he was maybe behind the car that hit me um and he was really really good um, but older and um, then there were like other people younger people like yelling out oh laughing like thinking it's a fucking joke when my car was like pretty much sandwiched in between between two cars like what if someone was really hurt or dead 
and you're making yeah a I joke think, about it. Yeah. But that would have been really scary. I literally my heart sank when you said that. When you message messaged me that that happened. And then that even like Christian being in the car was like imagine if he did hit you and something did go wrong. I know. But yeah, that really pissed me off. And it continues to piss me off. Like the way people even drive on the roads. Like recklessly? Like you're not the only fucking person on the road, mate. Like don't be a fucking cockhead. I think just be be more cautious because you don't know what could happen. Like you were driving safely somewhere you go every day, you were doing all the right things and you were still almost in a what could have been a really bad accident yeah you don't know just be really uh, like aware of your surroundings and other drivers i think one thing that i'm always like really cautious of is when like you have that feeling that they're just going to come into your lane Mm. you know that but i didn't have that feeling that's the thing but if i wasn't paying attention but he was right next to you wasn't he yeah and he just Fucking pulled over right into into me, pretty much. But yeah, that pissed me off this week. And then yeah, that would be. And then you wouldn't have a car, and then you wouldn't be able to get to work. You'll buy a house deposit. Like even if you're not injured, there's still consequence. Like when I hit the kangaroo, I couldn't go to go to work until I got a new car. Yeah. Because I didn't have another way. like, And now I do. I'm pretty sure now I do have like a hire car on my insurance. Get the hire car on your insurance. Because if you do have an accident, you're not going to have a fucking car. Yes, it's more expensive, but it's so worth it when you're losing that much money. Yes. Like I had to pay almost $1,500 for my excess because I'm a young driver. I've had an accident before. And then my excess, like my actual excess was $500. So it was about $1,350. So I had to pay that. And then I had to have two or three weeks off work. So thousands of dollars lost. Get the hire car. Be cautious. Be wary. Drive how you're supposed to. Uh, Don't rush. Yeah. Because that's another thing. Rather be be late and get there safe than rush and... Don't get there at all. Yes. Yeah. I think that's... We're going to leave it there. I hope you guys like this one. We really did. We feel like we're getting more comfortable and like more natural. Yeah. Um, And we are actually going to try shoot a few this week because we want to have spares in case we are sick and can't record them because like we're doing this the night or the morning. Like we're doing it the night before mm. we're going to post it or like whatever, whatever we decide to do because we have to go to the gym. But yeah, so we'll leave it there and we will talk to you next week. See ya. See ya. Next time we'll be talking about mental health. Guess you'll hear about it next week. We're the Heron Sisters. Thanks for listening. Thanks.